Yo, welcome to the Brass Exchange Podcast. I'm your guy, Big Blake Huffington. Hey, baby. And I'm here with my co-host, El Jefe, El Presidente, El Fuego, your homeboy and mine. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brats All Area. Check us out on the web at www.bratsallarea.com. Subscribe and listen at anchor.fm forward slash Brats All Area or on Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. Support us for as little as $1 to help cover the cost of producing this show and to help us to continue to bring you good content. Warning. Although it is not our intention, content on this podcast might just offend you. Don't worry. There's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. If you have any podcast topics you'd like us to discuss, drop us an email at podcast at bratsallarea.com. The Bratsall Area Reunion, June 22nd through the 26th. And the pre-union, don't forget about it, June 18th through the 21st in Orlando, Florida. Brats and Bratcats, we'd like to thank you for your support. Do remember... This podcast is an extension of the Facebook group and the WBRAT radio shows hosted by DJ EZG on MixLR.com. Log on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear DJ J. Millie, DJ Sean Blue, and the one and only DJ EZG. Reminder, this is not the Facebook group. Reminder, this is not the radio show. So we're a little more wild than those platforms allow us to be. And every once in a while, we might drop the towel and show our asses. No worries, though. I moisturize. <laughs> Yo, Brass Exchange Podcast, episode 22. 22. I think it's 22. I forgot. I have my notes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm it's prepared. 22. It's the, yeah, episode 22. Yo, it's, damn it, 20 twin twin. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know what I mean? I said that uh, the other day, like, oh, uh, Smokey Happy as hell is 20 twin twin. All I'm right. a little uh, kerfuffled right now because I'm trying to do 100 things. What I'm trying to do is get the uh, podcast live up on the YouTube joint. So bear with me. You got the numbers for the um, you got the numbers for the group and all that other stuff. Man, I'm trying to do like you doing a hundred things. I'm doing a hundred and one things. So, so I'm... I added my well, I didn't add myself back to the group, but I got put back in the group just as a regular a member. Um, and I if I'm if I am correct, the numbers that I saw last were ninety eight oh one. Let me double check. Right um. Now. 9801, um, and I don't, I can't see how many people are waiting to get in. So that's the information um, you got to give, bro. Yeah. So the waiting to get in is twelve. I went through and um, I listen. There's people out there two and three months and even hadn't looked at anything. So mm. I went through and just cleaned house, bro. That's crazy. So we, we got twelve people waiting. Right. And the deadline, if you haven't looked at it in two weeks after the second week or going into the third week, I'm deleting you. You can start over. Right. Oh, that's crazy. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool and it's crazy. Um, but I like it. I like the rules being uh being um adhered to. Adhered to and enforced. You know what I mean? It's nothing like a good enforcer. So 2020, uh, I don't want Facebook to show me any notifications. Let me block that. Okay, let me send you this link so you can get these people live up on the YouTube joint. Control V. I think that's it. Oh, not found. That ain't it. Damn. They they playing games with us. So listen, um, crazy world, crazy right now. Definitely, some crazy stuff going on. Australia Bruh. on fire. Yeah, we felt some kind of way because we just went there a couple years ago, and it was you know we were right there in Australia. Yeah, we was in Australia, so we got ninety eight oh three. Okay, two more. 
two more than uh when I remember. So I just hit you with the link. Okay. I think that link may work. You should try it out. Uh, see right now. See if see if it, see if that link work. We could get some people in, get a little chat going on. Blah blah blah. Zay. Um, yeah. So we got one Uh-oh. viewer. What happened? Uh oh. I see Facebook Live. You see Facebook Live. We see YouTube Live. We should be we should uh, be I'm banging sorry, on YouTube. YouTube Live. YouTube. YouTube. Right. Long, okay. Long cool. So yeah. So. 2020, a new year. I don't know. You got any resolutions this for the new year or what? Man, listen, to live my best life, man. After mm-hmm. this trip, I just came back from, bro. It's it's a it's a new it's a new perspective on how how I'm gonna be starting to move, man. Mm. What's, Definitely, yeah. What's that mean? New resolution, just uh, just in general, man. Um, <clears throat> just 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 stay positive, move in a positive direction, right? And uh, you know, people that's not that's vibing the same way or moving mm-hmm. in the same direction, man. They just, you know, let them lay where they lay. Mm. I guess, I, mean, I guess I understand what you're saying. So I got to get, just get some stuff off my chest. Um, Cause I, I think understand. 2020 year, 2020 must be the year of the internet gangster. Right. Uh, Cause today I had somebody call me a bitch ass and then they blocked me yeah, and then, that. yeah, then they blocked me. And then, you know, I, I found it weird that um, you would talk trash and then call me a name. This sounds real, like, girly-ish. Call me a name and then block me. I don't understand. The whole block thing, I get it, but I don't understand why you would kind of talk trash and then, yeah, you know I mean, block me. But I, I would love to do this. I, I just want to make sure that uh, the broadcast is going on so that anybody can yeah, see anything. right now, bro. Uh, oh, you're putting it up now? I'm putting it up right now. All right, cool. So go ahead and put it up before I finish my thing. Yeah, yeah. So, Give me a uh, second. But yeah. it's going to these numbers about the new year before you get into your rant and raving because sure. it definitely needs to be. Um, um, I, I've experienced that a lot. What's that? I experienced that a lot of uh, Twitter, Twitter, oh, Twitter beefs. Twitter fingers. I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Them Twitter fingers and right. all that other crazy stuff. I don't, I don't do all of that, man. Right. I mean, I, you can. I'm easily. You can pick the phone up and we can handle it over the phone or sure. however. But I really would rather you do it face to face because. Even the energy that you give off over the phone or over the text message mm-hmm. is definitely not the same energy you're gonna give face to face. So, um, and if it is, I warranted that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'd like to see that. So I am who I am all the way around. I'm not gonna be talking crazy. Right. And when I see you, I'm gonna clamor up and all that other stuff. That's just not me. So I think there's a lot of protection. I think the keyboard and monitor and and, and mouse it provides a lot of protection to. Uh, to to people who would otherwise be mice, you know, in the real world, right? And so it's just it's crazy that people still operate that way, you know, this day and age. is is nuts because I would imagine that um, what's the saying? Keep that same energy. Yeah, I, I would imagine definitely. people would want to keep that same energy. You know what I mean? So it don't it doesn't make a lot of sense to me when, you know, you pop all that hot stuff. And then, mm. not that not that it's time, but let me kind of let me give the backstory. So, over the last couple of days, you know, with the stuff that's been going on <clears throat> in the world in general, especially uh, the military, especially you know, the military stuff, deploy, and they don't. And let, let me preference this also. Mm-hmm. Please understand, you're talking to two veterans right now. Correct. So, regardless if you don't, even though I know you don't pub that all the time, but right. out of out of, I'm about to start out of fucking respect. Mm-hmm. Okay, understand who you're talking to, right? When you're talking about stuff like that, because you have put your life on the line, 
for this country. So give respect. Period. Cool. Period. All and right, so, like, to, let me just let me just put that out there first, right? So, um, I could care less what your political, religious, social uh, ideology is. Um, just understand that. Um, just understand that, like, when you put stuff on social media, you're kind of asking, you're inviting the interaction, you're inviting the confrontation, you're inviting the difference of opinion. You're inviting everything that you think you're inviting, you are inviting. The thing is that a lot of people, uh, one, they uh, they don't have the time to go back and forth with uh, people who have differences of opinions. Um, right. Me, I have all the time in the world, so I can mm. do that. Um, yeah, you make time for that. Yeah, I definitely right, make time right for your alley. And not that's because I'm a troublemaker, alley. but because... I would love to maybe somebody could teach me something. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? So exactly. I want to I want to debate because maybe somebody can teach me something. Something that you don't know. Exactly. Right. Engage in some and get engage in some With, uh, higher people who have right. Um, I don't know the right word to use, but higher education. Either that or uh, they just know content. more about something that I know about. Right. So um, I'm gonna not say the name. No, no need to say. No need to say the name. No to say the name. At, but avid Trump supporter, great for him, you know, good for whoever. Like, like I said, I don't care. But when you put something up that's not true, I'm gonna call you on that. So it's been three three posts over the last week because I think I just came back on the. Um, I think I just came back to the group while you were away because I was gonna be putting out videos for you know all different type of stuff. But anyway. That's another story. So, three, three, three days in three days in a row, some stuff is put on that was copy and paste from somewhere else. Each time the stuff was put on there, it was a lie or it was not true. So the first time I'm like, "Yo, you know this is satire." Man, hit me back. Like, what does satire mean? Okay, what do you mean? That, what does satire mean? Tell you, that should tell you right there. It did tell me a lot. The next day, something else went up. I hit him back. I'm like, "Yo." It takes a weak advocate not to do any research and only to copy and paste, you know, things that they that they think looks good when they read it or when they say it to or themselves. Yeah. Third day was today. Something went up about all of these people who had supposedly put us in the position to be in uh, to put that put us in a position where we are now. Where we are now. And I was like, listen, if one part of this meme is is false. Then we got to throw the entire meme out. Correct. So I said, X, Y, Z about this meme is false. Here's the truth. And I said, what's going to happen is as long as um, you keep putting up this garbage, I'm going to keep calling you on it. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, that's what we're that's what we're here to do. Right. <laughs> we're here to you know, we're here for all of it. So he's uh, he says, what does he say? He says to me. Mm. I'm going to continue to put it up, blah, 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 bitch ass. And I'm like, what? I had to catch myself right. because I'm like, bitch ass, now you speak in my language. <laughs> um, for some reason, he yeah. decided to, I don't know what he decided to do, 
for some reason, he decided that he was going to call me a bitch ass and then block Run. me before I can respond. Run. Yeah. Run. So let me just say this. If you're listening, I'm going to give you my phone number. Here it is. My phone number. And this is for whenever you are in Philadelphia, whenever you are in New Jersey, or whenever you are in Manhattan. Call me. My number is 267-912-5137. You call me, I'll meet you. We'll find out who the bitch ass is. Because I don't do a whole bunch of internet tough guy stuff. Like, I'm a tough guy in real life, and I'd like to show you. So when you're in my area, or if I'm in you, I don't even know where he's from. When you're in my area, let me know. We can figure it out. We can see how much of my ass is a bitch. That's all I'm going to say about that. What I'd like to continue to say is just be mindful when you put stuff on social media. You're inviting all the th stuff that you think you want, you know, especially you if go. it's not true. Yep. So that's my that's rant a, for now. And that's, yeah, and that's definitely the reason why we don't put all this that stuff on our the Facebook page. Exactly. Put on your page. Right. And, you, and if you can't entertain it on your page, that's crazy. Right. So, I mean, that's a whole nother whole nother ball game mm. yeah so i gotta click the link i gotta type uh because first i guess it doesn't show that oh i guess if you hit play there it'll show but i don't know but yeah that really pissed me off and it didn't it didn't it didn't ruin my day but it made me um it made me stop and evaluate the type of people who hide behind the screens right. and shit like that on the internet so you just got back from Dubai. Oh, I got some. I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about later, too. Right. Um, and I'll tell. And I'll preface what I have to talk about later uh, with something that you said while you were away. You said uh, this was a life changing experience or something like that. Right. And I didn't understand what it meant. So I would like to hear about um, your trip to to Dubai. Awesome. Awesome. To start with, man, just, um, I mean, we, uh, again, um, it's not, if, if, if you have a chance in life to get outside of the United States to see how other countries live, mm -hmm. I would, um, I would tell people to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, what I've learned and thank you, I've, I've learned some other things since returning home, since you, uh, broke that, that news to me as well. Right. That's on another level. Right. But. For the for the the part of me getting there and understanding, you know how other people live, and we're thinking that we're a powerhouse mm -hmm. of a, a country. Um, every time I step outside of our country and go to another country, it's it's mind boggling. Like we don't have that, right? We don't do stuff like this, right? We do this, you know what I'm saying? And and it's a lot of different things from from cars to buildings and uh bathrooms <laughs> you know what i'm saying in foreign countries mm -hmm. and all these different things of you know we don't live the same way that other people live and we're supposed to be the uh the leaders in the world right and that's just that's just on that particular part and mm -hmm. then it goes to the uh relationship between me and my wife and you mm -hmm. know us getting out of the country and and not having all the same um uh resources that we have in the united states that take us that split us up. So now we have to really depend on ourselves and be together. You know what I mean? So that was another part of it. So um, it was, a to, for me, uh, the worst part about the trip was the long-ass flight. But um, learning uh, different cultures, different, you know, seeing 
that Dubai had a variety of different people there from different countries, all with the same goal of, you know, wanting to know what the UAE is about. Right. How are they, you know, trying to bring all bring the world together. Right. For whatever reason they're trying to do it. Um and it was just, you know, having a good time, man. It was um so much to um talk about, but I'm trying to just, you know, keep it in a uh, in a short time span to get you to understand that uh we're not we're nowhere near, you know, I go to the Galleria Mall here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> From the they had malls everywhere, and they're not just malls. They're, like, immaculate malls with so much high – like, you, <laughs> we, we talked about that the other day. If you don't know, you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? When we talk about the Bally's. Right. You know, you don't know, you just don't know. They have so many name brand that, you know, you hear the rappers talk about, and you really think you know what you're talking about. You you saying the name, but you really don't know. Right. And them, like, the everybody know Tom Ford and mm-hmm. – you know, Bel- Balenciagos and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many other names over there. You know, people think about the Maybach. People think Maybach is oh, it's a Mercedes. It is right. It's a brand. It's it's not a. It's a it's a Mercedes made by Maybach. But do you know what Maybach is? You know what I'm saying? When you start to break all that stuff down and you see, you know, just the different things, man. It was just it's just very much eye opening, man, about right. how we live and what we think we know and we have no clue. I agree. Um, part of the issue is, too, that um, some of us are fortunate enough to be able to leave. Some of us are not fortunate enough to be able to leave the country. And if you aren't, um, you're you're missing a lot. Right. Uh, like you were just saying, like our malls, like we think our malls are the shit. Well, I've been in airports that are better equipped than some of our malls are. Man. So it's, it's just stuff like that. And I said also... Um, I, I was just talking to my man about this today. I said our um our culture, I think uh Americans feel like we're the best because partly because um how they represent the United States on the maps on maps. Right. So, you know, if you for instance, if you look at a map, most of the time you see the United States look as big as the entire top of Africa. Mm. And that's just that's just not even the size, you know, of of the United States compared to the size of Africa. So the United States is about, and this is just a quick fact, the United States is what, 3,000 miles from east to west? Well, Africa nah, is... Nah, is it 3,000? I thought it was more than that. It's, it's got to be more than 3,000. About 5,000. No, 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 no. From no. east to west coast? Yeah. Los Angeles to New York. About 3,000 miles. Okay. I, I've driven I know who it. I'm talking to, my fault. So... So I say that to say you could please fact check it um if you, you know. can. Um however, so 3000 miles east to west f- across America, across Africa is 4 and a half thousand miles. So that's America and a half. So when you mess misrep- when you're misrepresented on the map and you're taught and this is what you're shown from 2800 miles. So, so it ain't even 3000. Damn. So I round it up. So, but when you're in that, when you're indoctrinated with this psyche from a from a child, you you think everything is bigger. You always think you're better. You always think these things. You understand what I'm saying? Until you go right. visit somewhere else, or you talk to someone who's from somewhere else, and then your eyes begin to be opened. Should I say? Right. And so Dubai, and still to this day, Dubai is not on my list of places 
that I want to visit. Um, I was just talking to the missus, and she was like, yeah, I think I want to go to Dubai. But she knows exactly like I know, you know, what goes on in the underbelly. The reality, right. Right. And so a lot of people don't know that. Why? Because they don't do their research. Or if someone tells them that stuff goes on, they don't, they don't believe it. And that's tough. It is what it is, but what can you do? Um, it, it, I don't know what you can do. Um, nah, it just means, uh, uh, you know, and, and not to, I, I, I applaud, like I, I made a comment to you earlier. Um, I, I want friends, I want people around me that, like you just said, that's going to fact check me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, did you did you actually research that, you know, Michael Jordan was this, that, and the third? Or did you actually research whatever the situation is? Did you actually do your research before you make that statement and it comes out your mouth? Mm-hmm. And then when you do make the statement and it comes out your mouth and somebody checks you, right. don't think it as them checking you. Think it as them either giving you an honest... Educating uh, you. Uh, thank you. Education on it. And have you go back and look, i.e., you just did one. Like, I'm thinking it's at least 3,500, 5,000 miles from East Coast to West Coast. Mm -hmm. I hear people talk about, oh, man, I just flew 5,000 miles from New York to L.A., blah, blah, blah. And it's only 2,800 miles. I guess if if you're changing flights and shit. Right. You fly into Pittsburgh and then get into Atlanta, and then you got to go to Chicago. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. Then maybe you did do 5,000. So I said... Like I said earlier, I, I I don't mind that challenge. I don't mm-hmm. mind when somebody's trying to tell me, like, nah, bro, you might want to look that. Like you just said, fact check it. So, boom, hit it up. Right. As soon as I, I typed in East Coast, I'm going to finish it up for me. To the West Coast, miles, approximately, you said 3,000. Mm-hmm. It's 2,800. There's 200 miles missing somewhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But with all that being said, um, me going to... Dubai or me going to Australia or me going wherever I go outside of the world, mm-hmm. I go with the with the uh, mindset of, first of all, I want to make sure I'm having a good time or whatever, but also to enlighten me on what, what I've learned in the history books, does it match up to what is the actuality? Right. And I, I said that to say this, um, I told you, I wish I, I wish, you know, I could have called you when it first happened when I was speaking to the, um, the lady, we, we, we had a tour guide and mm-hmm. she was from Egypt mm-hmm. and, you know, born and raised the whole nine from Egypt. And we were, you know, Tiffany and myself were questioning like, well, Dan, why, if you're from Egypt, why are you in Dubai? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you know, I was a tour guide in Dubai. I mean, in Egypt for X amount of years. And, right. you know, I wanted to do something different. So, which also prodded me to what you were talking about before when mm-hmm. we talked about the the underbelly mm-hmm. so anyway she starts telling me all the, you know she starts to tell us about egypt and i was like oh yeah that's one of the people that's one of the things on my bucket list prior to you going and then hearing the stories that you said i said i wanted to find out i wanted to see the pyramids and then i brought up the stories that you told me because i didn't believe it either i was like wait a minute there's a, a pyramid on every continent right she was like yes and i mean as as the stories that you were the telling me I was relaying those same messages to her. Right. The lady's eyes started to water. And mm-hmm. she was like, wow. From, you know, you rubbing your hand across the the wall and feeling the, the hieroglyphics mm-hmm. and, and fe- figuring out that somebody had redid them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From the old to the new. Right. And I was explaining, you know, the same, almost this, I, I couldn't do it verbatim, but the storyline was pretty much saying, you know, Let's just say 
um, the world was wiped out. Mm-hmm. But when the world was wiped out, and if I'm telling the story wrong, please correct me. But I'll, I'll let I you go, you and said, then I'll you know I'll I'll, yeah. I'll jump in afterwards okay. to try to clean it up. Thank you. I remember you at said, least from my point of view. Right from um, you said like just imagine if the world at one time civilization was civilization was uh, destroyed or mm-hmm. gone. But before civilization was gone, all these things were built and made. Right. Right. And then a whole new civilization comes along and finds these new treasures and claims them for themselves. Right. And they it's almost like you have a wall that was painted uh, white. Sure. Or, or, or off white. Mm-hmm. And then you come and put a color over the top. And then when that, that new color starts to peel, you'll see, well, damn, there was already another color up under here. Right. That was there prior to. How did that get here? Right. You know what I'm saying? And now you try to try and explain that. Right. So um, I was explaining that in the, in the way that I could explain it to the people that were there. And like I said, the lady was like, that is spot on. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't have said it better myself. And I'm from Egypt. Right. So that, that right there had me, you know, saying, first of all, my boy does his research. He's, he's thorough on what he's doing. And then number two is like the same thing. Like I said, that's going on in Dubai. You know, you see the 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 top surface level, but do you actually know where this where these people got their money from, where they got it from, who is helping them get it? The mm-hmm. whole nine. There's mm-hmm. a little. It's a whole lot of stuff that's going on, but it was good um, educational wise. So still beca- learning. Yeah. So because I know about um, well, because I used to do the photography thing and all of that. Like I know a lot of models who get invited to Dubai. And so some of the stories that they tell you never hear anywhere else. You know what I mean? Unless you know one of them personally. Right. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of, and it's crazy to think, you know, what money can buy you. You know what I mean? And, 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 and if, if somebody would tell you that money can't buy your dignity, let me tell you something. There's a lot of girls in, in, in Dubai whose dignity has been purchased. Right. And a lot of that stuff is, is never talked about. Um, and also the other, you know, in the other, uh, the construction methods of how some of these big buildings get created, not created, but uh, erected. I'm just not for that, especially uh, with our history as black people, you know, in America. Right. So for right. me, for me, Dubai is a, is a no. I may end up going because my wife wants to go. Um, and I'm okay with that. Uh, my thing is I never go in blindfolded. Right. So... Um, Getting to Egypt, um, I've always been a skeptic of religion and of a God. So Egypt, what Egypt did for me was Egypt solidified my non-belief mm. in every which way possible. Um, you ever, being, huh? Right. Of the higher being, yeah. Well, not of the higher being, but of a single of a of a God. So right. if, if people don't know, um, I'm an atheist. I've been an atheist for. 30 years? I don't know. Yeah, long time. Long time. Long Since time. I met you. <laughs> and it's not that, and it's not that, and let me just clear up a couple other things. Atheism is not devil worshiping. It What, what it means to be an atheist is that I believe in one less God than you do. That's if, that's the simplest way I can put it. And so um, what happened was when I went to Egypt, like it totally solidified everything that I had questions about when it came to the stories of a quote unquote God. Have you ever heard of... Uh, Gobek, Gobleki Tepe. It's I it's a temple. It, it might be the first temple in Turkey. And 
is dated to 10,000 years old. 10,000 10, years old. So the traditional beginning of civiliz civilization is only like 3,500 years old. Right? Adam and Eve was what, 4,000 years ago? Something like that. So if there was a temple that dates back to 10,000 years ago, who right. built it? Exactly. Adam and Eve were the first man and woman on earth, supposedly. At least that's what the stories say, right? Right. If that's the case, then how did this stuff get built? So when I go and, 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 Jesus, and, 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 and Jesus was 4,000 years or 3,500 to 4,000 years after Adam and Eve, okay, cool. And then the Bible wasn't written until about 40 years after Jesus' death. So all of these numbers, I think they're out there just to confuse people. But when you sit back and you digest it all, stuff starts to fall apart really quickly. So one of the things that happened is um, when I went to, of course, everybody wants to see the Sphinx in the pyramids. You know right. what I'm saying? So when you go to the Sphinx, one of the first things you see is the big pit that the Sphinx sits in. And you can go on the internet right now today, pull up a picture of the pit that the Sphinx sits in. And what you see in that pit is you see the walls with all of this fluvian erosion. If you don't know what fluvian erosion is, fluvian erosion is vast amounts of water moving quickly over long periods of time. And erodes. That's how riverbed. Right. That doesn't happen over 100 years. It doesn't happen over 200 years. It doesn't happen over 1,000 years. It takes couple thousand long, years long time, long right. time. so like the, the, like for instance mm -hmm. <clears throat> the grand canyon right grand canyon didn't happen in a day it didn't happen yeah. in a hundred years right it didn't happen in a thousand years right so that weathering is thought to be that water damage is thought to be five to six thousand years old which is actually 1500 years before the um, beginning of the ancient Egyptian period or civilization. So if the water erosion was there, that means that everything that's inside the pit was also there because if it wasn't, there would be no reason for the water to run down that way. Right. It's just like, listen, it's, it's so nuts. So anyway, let me just get back to what people think, what, what modern archaeologists will tell you who are in the mainstream as opposed to those who are outside the mainstream. Modern archaeologists would tell you that the um, Sphinx is about 5,000 years old. We know that that's not true. Um, but I, when I say we, I say people who, who accept the truth know that that's not true simply due to the uh, weathering on the Sphinx itself and the water erosion around, around the base. Those walls. So, yeah. So that... It had to be before the end of the last ice age. See, I hate talk I like talking about this, but I don't like talking about it because people get lost. Right. The end of the last ice age was about 9,700 years ago. So, you would think... Math, right, with the math. Right. You would think that whatever the Sphinx was there before the ice age, right? The ice melted... How long does it take ice to melt? Probably like 5,000 years. 
Ice melted, caused the erosion, gives you the base that the Sphinx is in now, along with some of the weathering that's on the Sphinx itself. Because you have to remember, up until a couple hundred years ago, everything besides the head was buried in sand. Wow. Which that's is crazy. Because it kind of blew away, right? Yeah. Well, well, because of the climate change. You know what I mean? Right. You have a pole shift, which I can get into other, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I just know a lot of stuff. I'm very, the surface shit is minimal compared to what's under the surface with me. Right. So it's just crazy when you start to think or when you start to put the pieces to the puzzle together and you're like, yo, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. So anyway, people think either the Sphinx is about 12,000 years ago, which was the last age of Leo. And if it wasn't 12,000 years ago, uh, built 12,000 years ago, it was built either... 12,000 years ago or 36,000 years ago because and here's why and then I'll get off the subject because some people are probably like what but I can continue <laughs> to talk trust me because the head that we see on the Sphinx now which is um, uh, uh, King Coffrey was not the original head most likely the original oh. head was a lion that's why if you look at the Sphinx now the head is so much smaller than the rest of the body. Hmm. Because the original head was carved away, again, taking somebody else's treasures, putting their own people on them, and claiming them for themselves. So if you right. let this, you look at the Sphinx, you'll see this small-ass head on this huge body. It doesn't make sense. So what most people think is that the head used to be a lion's head, which, uh, which, which uh, copied the constellation of Leo, and that would have only happened 12,000 years ago or 36,000 years ago because the Leo constellation comes around every 25,000-something years. And so mm. we, we have to agree that our ancestors only plotted stuff through the stars. Yep. So it only makes sense that they would build this monument as some type of offering to the stars or to their God. And it's crazy when you begin to, that's why I said I'm going back. Um, I'm going back in two years. I, I think I'm going to take an all guys trip to Egypt to kind of refeed this hunger that I need for more truth, not on some religious shit, but just on some um, truth, some more truth to find. Right. I'll, I'll never know what's going on as a regular man. I would never know. Right. But what I do know is that what I've seen and what, nature tells us is not what religion tells us. The two don't line yeah, up. They, they don't line up. They don't line up, especially when you start right. bringing facts in. Because nothing about, in my opinion, and I don't mean to offend anybody, nothing about religion is factual to me. Because I, I take in other sources of information. Right. So you read a lot. You do a I, lot of I reading. definitely read a lot. And also one one last thing, and I'm trying to clean up what you were trying to explain. So basically, there's a lot of shit in, in Cairo and uh the Giza Plateau, but you have to actually go further south Egypt to Luxor. So my trip in two years, if anybody's interested, let's start planning now, is to spend most of my time in Luxor because that's where all the tombs are, that's where all the temples are. That's where all the hieroglyphics are. And so what you were, I guess what you were trying to explain to the tour guide was 
When I went to Luxor, I would see these obelisks, 60 meters high, right? Made out of a single, made out of a single stone. Mm. How did they do that? Right. And not piece it together. Where's the machinery? Right. Where are the tools? How did they how did they do it? Yeah, you know, we're still talking about the pyramids. How they get them big ass. Yeah, how did they do it? And 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 you know, some some of the teachings say that pyramids were built by slaves, and that's just a lie. Because there was no slavery in Egypt at that time. There was no Israelites in Egypt at that time. So I hate to to be this uh bearer of bad news, but you have to dig deeper than what they spoon feed you because usually you get spoon fed what's the easiest to put in your mouth. I mean, as a right. baby, you're going to get all this mushy shit. Nobody's going to give you a fish as a baby and say, yo, pick through the bones. You understand what I'm saying? So for, for so it's tough. So the pyramids were not built by slaves, and this stuff in, in, in Luxor will blow your mind because you'll see all this great art works of art as far as the structures are concerned and the graffiti. I like to call hieroglyphics graffiti. Right. Because that's pretty much what it is. These people, whoever it was, people or whatever they were, built these structures. And then the ancient Egyptians came in and said, you know what? I'm going to tag this up. And tag up right. they did. You understand what I'm saying? So when you go down Egypt and you look into some of these tombs, like King Tuck's tombs, you see that they're in the side of mountains. It would be like you climbing Trans Mountain, going over a little ridge and finding all of this shit that's been there for tens of thousands of years. Right. You start on one side of Trans Mountain who, and go over there. Who and did that? Man. Who did this? Somebody did that. I don't know who did, but who would think to do that? Or were those things there and then over time, you know, mountains formed around them? I have no idea. Mm. So there's so there are so many different things. And um they found a chamber beneath the uh the paw of the Sphinx now which they which the Egyptians are not allowing people to go into or to take any kind of scans of or anything like that mm-hmm. and um Plato uh there there was a there was a uh um what was he uh I'm trying to think well somebody had went to Egypt and was talking to um somebody from somewhere went to Egypt and was talking to one of the uh the people about you know what was going on in their country right. and uh what did the guy say? After the Egyptian priest began to talk to the dude, he says, uh, uh, I can't remember who, who the other guy was. Anyway, the guy was like, yeah, um, something about his people and his civilization. Anyway, the Egyptian priest said, you know, you only have records of the last civilization. We have the records from all the civilizations. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't find that too far fetched from the truth because I believe that somewhere out there, there has to be instructions about how all of this shit was built, what machines were used. It would be like, it would be like Dubai. It would be like the earth being wiped of his people. And then some of our major skyscrapers stayed standing. Let's just say like the Washington monument or Mount Rushmore. Right. You would come back in and you will say, well, who, how, how did this get here? Right. Where's the machinery? Maybe it's still buried. We just haven't found it yet. I'm so I'm so confused and so enlightened at the same time. It's scary. I tell people all the time, I wish I was just stupid. It would make my life so much easier. 
So when you went to Dubai and you were like you, it was life changing. I thought it was like something like that, but it wasn't that big. Well, now now that I know what I know, mm-hmm. especially after seeing the, um, you know, doing a little bit more research since being home and listening to the different things, it definitely is because, like you said, is even if you you take the good and you can learn the bad and put it all together and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, form your uh, your own opinion on. Right. What what you believe is the truth, and what you believe is you know factual, and 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 put it all together, and and run with it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you do go and you see all the glitz and glamour. Now, if you go if you go on that on that behalf, which like I said, that was a beautiful thing, man. Just just understanding like there's there's one thing um, uh, Donald Trump had said, and that's the only thing that I agree with him on. Mm-hmm. Right? He was like, uh, you know, we. We sit here and, and we just said it earlier. We we want to call ourselves a powerhouse nation or whatever we want to call ourselves, country or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we have the worst highways. We have the worst, you know, this, that, and the thirds or whatever. Right. And you go to you go to you go to Las Vegas. And I went. I remember I went to Las Vegas like two years ago for Christmas or whatever. And I wasn't impressed. I was impressed, but I wasn't impressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like with the hotel, like this supposed to be. I think we stay at the MGM or something. And I'm like, oh, it looked beautiful on the on the outside from the street get inside right and then you get inside i'm like damn this is a regular hotel room right nothing that makes me like ooh, over the top it was just you know the price was over like we went to dubai and and um we stayed for eight days Mm -hmm. nine days for under a thousand dollars you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that that it's affordable all that stuff but anyways back to what i was saying when trump said you know, at one point he made like we need to make America. If we're going to be the best country in the world. We gotta, we have to, we have to show it. We have to be about it. And he was talking about the Abu Dhabi airport. He was talking about Dubai's airport. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's talking about a lot of countries' airports that are way better than all of our airports. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have one airport in the United States that can rival any airport that's outside of the countries that are high-end airports you know what i'm saying ours are fast you know fast-paced airports mm-hmm. the the construction of it how they ran all those different things is just like yo we're just we're just you know mediocre compared to everybody else it, and it doesn't it, it's kind of uh it's mind-boggling like we're and we still here we <laughs> My wife says it a lot. Like you don't don't be wearing all that USA stuff outside of the country. Yeah, I don't do that at all. Yeah, don't do that. Um, because you know I'll throw a little USA basketball or something on mm-mm. a shirt on. Or she's like, no, nah, don't do that. That makes you, you a know, target. Don't do that. Yeah, that too. You know that too. Um, but for the reasons she's saying it, uh, not just the target part, but like, yo, just we're not that great. <laughs> we, we, actually, you know, the one thing that I want to say about the uh the condition of our infrastructure is and compared to those other countries is what is that a lot of those other countries are autocratic or communist or monarchies. Right. Right. So all of that money is allocated from one source. Right. As opposed to here where you have what the union, you have private, Companies, Sectors, fleecing, right. uh, governments, contracts, uh, fleecing um, private contracts, um, milking the system for 
the gain of themselves, not for right. the people. Not for the country, right? So we're in a we're in a we're in a we're in the weird position of calling ourselves the greatest, but almost treating ourselves uh, treating our people the worst. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Yep. So it doesn't make sense because, for instance, I live in Philly, but I work in Jersey, and I also have an office in New York. So I could leave work on a Friday afternoon, come back on Tuesday. And they will have redone an entire highway, like resurfaced it, repaved it. Right. That's in Jersey. In Philly, it takes them two years to do the same project. Mm. And so if that don't tell you that something's wrong with the systems that are in place, I don't know what what else can. Right. You know what I mean? Where I they hear say that all the time, too, about the guy, you know, when somebody's running for office. I'm gonna. I'm running for office. We're gonna fix these streets. Mm-hmm. That's always like one of the the biggest things that people talk about. It's like, yo, why do you need to fix the streets? Why why do why do they need why do the streets needs to be fixed every five years? If you just do them right one time, they'll last right. a while. You know what I mean? Right. And and it's crazy. It's crazy that the 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 condition of our infrastructure is is terrible. It's it's scary almost. Right. You know what I mean? It's almost it almost makes you afraid to to want to. Ride over bridges. Oh my God! You understand All what I'm the saying? Time. Every time I go across the bridge, man, I get in the middle, <laughs> or go and through I try tunnels. To get across that mud quick as mm-hmm. fast as I can. Yeah. So I'm just like, yo, it's tough. It's tough. Like, and I- yeah, we saw the. We didn't see, but I was there. Like, I was there like a day or two mm-hmm. before the one of the bridges collapsed in um, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, I'm not. Yes, yeah. so you see, what I'm saying crazy, bro. There's no reason that that shit should be happening in the quote unquote greatest country in the world. Right. Greatest country for who? Like the the one percent. And the thing that you it's funny you bring up the bridges because I was telling when we were when we were there, we actually rented a car while we were in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So that was my thing. Like I'm driving in Dubai. Mm-hmm. And um just looking at like Tiffany had been there a couple years prior. So and, and again, not not and again, let me let me say this before I say that. I don't want anyone thinking that I'm dogging America or the United States or any of that stuff. Definitely I'm just not. Simply saying, and I put my life on the line. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vet. I'm an army vet. Right. I did all of that. All I'm simply saying is that, you know, for us to for and again, it goes back to how we started off the show. Mm-hmm. Know what you're talking about before you engage in the commentary of. You know, you can you can you can believe in what you want to believe in. I'm not trying to tell you that, but just understand, know your facts. All right. So knowing your facts and you can support who you want to support as long as you are willing to, uh, you know, engage in uh, um, educational conversation Mm -hmm. about what's going on. Mm -hmm. So but um, while we were over there, you know, we rented a car and we started driving instead of us taking taxis and all that stuff everywhere. We we got a car and we were driving and I was just, that was one of the, the the things that I kept checking out was like God damn boy look at the they got bridges everywhere mm-hmm. and of course you know they got stuff on the water you know how they made the, the islands right and all the man made island but right that looks yeah, like the palm you, man tree. but the bridges like man like look at this look at this bridge man mm-hmm. like is that why does it look so clean mm-hmm. like it looks like you know how you put Legos to get man it looks it doesn't look well it's also know. brand new too. Yeah, definitely that. But we have, man, we got brand new bridges here in Houston. 
It don't look like that. Mm. We got stuff that just went up. You right. know what I'm saying? So I see that that type of stuff. But they got um, rails. They got new highway bridges. They got bridges everywhere, bro. Right. It just it looks. They just look so much different, so much cleaner, and you could tell. It's like they, to me, what it looks like. And I could be definitely wrong, and I'd have to research, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they somebody came to the United States and was like, "Oh, they got this, okay." And it seems like everything that they do, they do it to the extreme, right? So if they're gonna make a building, they're gonna make it the biggest and best building ever. Like everything you did when we were in Dubai, the Guinness Book of World Records is like they they did it. Mm-hmm. Whatever the biggest uh, uh, screen that holds um, whatever. You know, uh, um, media. Right. They got they got LG to make the build them a, uh, a screen that mm-hmm. that is over their um, aquarium. Right. Then you got um, there. There's somebody that built when they built the um, the Burj Khalifa, the mm-hmm. the tallest building in the world. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, "Oh, we're gonna build another a building taller than that." So they're like, "Nah, whatever. You build what you want, but we're about to build the biggest and tallest mm-hmm. building ever. You can't even top this." So. And they already got the, the plans for it and all the other crazy stuff. And we took some pictures and all that junk. But it's just like everything that they do is like, okay, y'all got highways. Right. This is how you do your highways. Okay, well, we're gonna do the highways the same way, but we're gonna we're gonna make it way better than yours. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't see no potholes. I didn't see nothing crazy over there. Matter of fact, we and Tiffany was driving. We like we don't see no cars with no dents in them. Mm-hmm. We don't see nothing over here that just makes you go, damn, they. You know, they just copy, but everything they do is bigger and better. Um, it's it's crazy. Imagine, imagine this. Imagine when the poles shift and the earth floods again and all of that stuff gets covered up by sand and water. There's a lot of sand over there, definitely that. I'm just saying just in general on earth. Right, right. When, when all the stuff gets covered it over again. It does a reset. Yeah, when the earth resets itself, and then in 10,000 10, years, right. 20,000 years, gone, not even thought about long it. gone, and another yes. civilization comes along, and they find that uh, country, or they find the buildings, or they find what they've built, and they're like us, wondering who did this. Right, how, and how did you And where it? are the tools? You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So that's, yo, this shit is so, like, when you think about stuff like that, you're like, man, this is crazy. We're so, long gone. Right. And who left the jackhammer? The if cranes, they can find it. Right. The cranes to get, how did you get this? How did you get all of this all the way up there? You know. But when you think about it. To the top of a building. When whatever, you think about it, though, if you know anything about anything, then you know that metal and all that other shit breaks down Always. and disintegrates. Everything. Will. And so what we're finding is what? What we're finding in... E- I say what we, like I'm over there searching, like I'm an archaeologist. <laughs> what they're finding in these places is not um, metals. They're not finding metal or anything like or plastics. What they're finding is stones. They're finding stuff that came from the earth that is made out of earth. Right. Like the pyramids... Built with no mortar, so there's they were just stones put together, boom, boom, yep. boom, stacked upon each other. Right, so you would imagine that could last to infinity, I guess. 
Because it comes from the earth. Right. So if it's from the earth, how do you get rid of it? You can't. But just look at places like Atlantis, you know, that, that's underwater now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't built underwater. At some point, something happened where it got flooded. Right. So it's crazy because if you do enough research, you'll find out that people think pole shifts, you know, take a long time. And I've seen some uh, studies that say, Pole shifts can happen in like a two week period. It's so fast, and that's wow. what that's what turns the uh, that's what causes the catastrophes. Right, because the waves, the yeah. uh, earthquakes, right. all those different things. Yeah, yeah. because you got to realize, like the center of the Earth is just molten, molten hot liquid. You know what I mean? Yeah. The crust it's, is just turning on the crust. So right. when the pole shift, they say it can happen in like two weeks. Not like it doesn't happen. Slowly, it happens quickly and violently. So, I would love to be around to see it, but then again, I wouldn't because yo, imagine on week one, like day one of week one, and then <laughs> day one of week two of a two week pole shift, right. bro. Yo, everything you know about life it is turned on upside its head. Down. Right, upside so, down. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a scared. Right, listen, it's it's crazy. It's nuts. Right. So I'm trying to think what else I got. We only did it 53. That's not that bad. Oh, listen, I am about... Oh, you got some information about the cruise and stuff? We yes, kind of skipped right over that. Yes, yes, Real quick, man. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff. Um, Definitely got to put a lot of stuff out, man. I've been I'm catching this this bug, man. My energy level is like, ugh, it's just draining right now. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of the, uh, about the cruise, man. We got February 1st is the deadline for your $150 um, uh, deposit. That's February first. February first. That's twenty two days. Twenty two days from now. So you get it. You get to get your one fifty and make sure you and your cabin mate have your one hundred and fifty dollar each deposit. Yes, each. So it'll be a total of three hundred dollars. Okay. And please understand, if you are not going, uh, I know you. If you don't know, let me. I mean, let me start again because I was about to go there because I. I kind of. I'm kind of trying to stay. Um. On a Peaceful. positive vibe. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. So um, if you have not uh, paid your 150 pay your 150 you and your cabin mate with a total of $300 by February 1st. If you are not going and you paid your $25, please understand that $25 is non-refundable. Not only is it non-refundable, it's already been sent to Carnival to hold those cabins that we said that we wanted. So um, I... You know, people are hitting me up asking, you know, can they get their deposit back? They're not going on a trip. Nah, that money fam. is gone. Yeah. So um, if you need $25, I mean, we might be able to talk about that. No. I, I, yeah. I'm Should have been saying, paying attention. No, nah, they were because it, it was put on. And I mean, some people, eh, you know what? I'm not so if they were paying they attention, weren't. then they wouldn't be asking for their $25 that's, back. Again, again, that's the that's that that's that Corey oh, I'm going to get over on Corey type of thing. I'm not saying you're getting over, mm. but I'm going to politely just uh, send you the flyer that lets you that has the, the information on it, mm-hmm. all right? So um, also about the cruise, you know, I'm taking for granted that um, everyone, there's more, most of the people have cruised before, so you would know the lay of the land and what to do and what not to do. That's my mistake. So what I'm going to do is, um, putting together um, a, a a presentation, like a PowerPoint presentation or something like that, with mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, do's and don'ts 
wills and wants of what you should expect on the cruise and what you should be looking for. And um, a lot of that information hasn't been put out because, again, that's my my fault of thinking, you know, most people have cruised before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we do have a lot of first-time cruisers. This will be their first time. So mm-hmm. um, I want to make sure I get that the, all that information out to them, who, the, you know, where they should go, you know, set up an account, um, what to look for when you get there, you know what I'm saying, your ride to and from the port, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things that um, hopefully we can um, – ease your mind because you know i've been hit up like Corey. i don't i haven't seen anything on the facebook page for this or i haven't seen anything on the website for that about the cruise and blah 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 and i'm mm-hmm. like well you, you can just go you know again spoon feeding people and it's not a problem to spoon feed people but um a lot of the information is on carnival cruise line mm-hmm. and that's what we kind of directed them to go but they didn't even know where to go when they got the carnival cruise line but Neither here nor there. We're going to put that information out and um, keep pubbing. So from here on out, man, we're going to be pubbing um, February 1st, February 15th, and go from there. Right. There's some people that are um, that had cabin mates, and they were, you know, they were going, and now they're without cabin mates, so they need to find a cabin mate. So their, their cabin mate, say, for instance, me and you are going on a cruise, mm-hmm. and you say, hey, I'm not going now. Now, I, I, I have my money, but I don't have, I'm not trying to pay for the entire cabin by myself, so I'm looking for a cabin mate. So we're trying right. to mate people up that haven't, um, that are going to be missing their cabin mate. So we just got a couple things that we need to iron out and put out their information so that, you know, again, you know, they'll be at ease right. on their uh, transition going to... Um, so you have a Orlando. list of people who need mates? Yes. All right, cool. Um, yeah. The um, the cruise thing, um, it's not that difficult. You know what I mean? Pack a bag. Yeah. Don't pack no guns. Don't pack any weapons. Don't pack handcuffs. Um, I tried once. They didn't let me on. They didn't let the, they didn't let the handcuffs on the boat, bro. Right. They actually called me down to the to the to the security joint. Like, what's this? And I was like, Oh wow! I was like, I don't know. My wife brought those. I don't know. <laughs> like, I look like I like furry handcuffs. Anyway, don't you know? Don't try to sneak alcohol on. Just don't do no right. dumb shit. Like that's the Man, easiest way take, that it can yeah, be take said. Take it in first. Take the first one in before you try to you know right. try to hustle them. Yeah. Yeah, because you may. Um, I don't know. I'll just say if this is your first cruise, enjoy it. Um, do as much as you can enjoy as much of this ship as you can and then uh you know decide if cruising is for you right uh because i know for a long time i was cruising a couple times a year right every so, time i talked to you was going on a cruise yeah you i probably on had, my first cruise shoot i probably got 30 under my belt wow yeah it, um because at one point it was fun that was when i was in let's go to beaches mode you know what i mean right Plus, I had a lot of extra money I had to burn, and, like, it was the easiest way to do it was on a cruise because you mm. you kind of spend a lot of money, but then you don't, you know what right. I mean? Especially, you know, if you buy a, a, a higher cabin with a balcony and shit like that, right, you're going right. to spend more money on the cruise, but then you're not paying for anything else other than your alcohol if you drink a right. lot, and you're really not paying a lot. lot. Yeah, I mean... And you're not really paying a ton of stuff if you don't do a lot of shore excursions. Right, excursions and um, stuff like that. The one tip that I do have for anybody who might be cruising is, um, and I hate to say this, 
but don't book your shore excursions with the cruise lines. Right. If you can figure out what you want to do ahead of time and then see if you can find local vendors who are not um, associated with the cruise line, you could probably get a much cheaper price. I know part of the sales pitch on the cruise line is that, you know, we vetted everything and, you know, we trust these people and blah, blah, blah. You have to understand when you go to a lot of these other places, people are not doing shit that's going to be bad because right. tourism is how they feed their families. Exactly. So they're not going to do anything that uh, jeopardizes their livelihood. I promise you that. There's been many a times where I've just met a tour guide on Facebook and was like, yo, I'll be such and such on such and such date. Meet me there. And and they were there because Ready. one, they make more money uh, yep. not having to deal with the cruise line. And two, they feel like if you um, give them word of mouth business, it's a lot better than having to, you know, give the cruise line 50% or whatever Most definitely. they have to do. So don't be afraid to um, explore on your own, but don't be stupid either. Yeah. So there's a bunch of just common sense. I forget where you guys are going, but you're going Bahamas um, yeah. to the private island. Yeah, to the private island and a couple of days out in the sea and then back. Yeah. yeah. So enjoy the ship. Yeah, that's yep, all. And definitely, definitely, um, that's something that we always we've been doing lately too, is getting a lot of private uh, tours instead of trying to go with the big group. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, uh, we are going as a group. And, you know, if we do decide to do something, I would rather us try to do it, like you just said, not do it necessarily with the boat, but try to find our own right. better bang for our buck. Because then they give you the real. That's that stuff we just got through talking about. And then they give you, don't take me where all the tourist people go. You know right. what I'm saying? I, if I wanted some T-shirts and whatever, eh, we can do that. Matter of fact, oh, quick story. Mm-hmm. The lady that we had, her name was Gigi, the Egyptian um, tour guide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gangster. So we... um. Real quick, we um we're going to try to get this. We're we're done with our tour. She takes us to where we can start picking up souvenirs and this and that. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> now, mind you, the women, um, you know, in, in that culture, the men lead. You know, the men is is the head of the house mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. You know how we have women now that are all independent and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, anyways, long story shorter, we go into this one little shop, and she knows the man, and she tells the man like, "Hey, you know, these are my." These are my people. It was like four of us. The other couple, um, there was a mother and daughter. They were from Florida, Tampa, mm-hmm. Florida. So we go in there, and they got these, oh, my God. I brought back some colognes and stuff, man. Loved it. But they had these, um, all these spices and all these different things. So anyway, we tried to go in there, and he's showing us, like, yeah, you know, we got this, and this for 80 Durham, and this for this, Matt, and that, you know, just giving us all these prices. Mm-hmm. Now, Gigi, which is our tour guide, she was actually stepped outside a little shop, right? And so he was like, yeah, I'm, I'll throw you, I'll throw this in for you, I'll give you that, and blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And so he said, you could have all of this for 80 Durham. So... Okay, you know, it seems like a bargain to me. I, and she tells us before we get in here, you can bargain everything. Mm-hmm. So he started at 120. I figured we went from 120 down to 80. Mm-hmm. I got him to 80. I thought I did my job. Man, she went in there and she's like, she said, um, let me see your money. And I pulled out my money and I handed her the 80. And she took 20 and gave it back to me, right? And mm-hmm. the gentleman was like, yo, okay, here's for 80. So I went. 
And like I said, I was about to give him 80. She handed that man 60 and said 60. She Jedi mind tricked that man. Mm-hmm. He was like, but you said 80. She said 60. Mm-hmm. And have a good day. Right. <laughs> that yeah. man said, okay. <laughs> well, you have to figure. That's why I was asking you about the um, the scarves. Because. Right, right, right. I wasn't thinking when I was over there. Um but I was getting, I, w- I bought one, two, we bought two. I bought a black one, a blue one. Mm-hmm. And we paid $5 for them mm. each. And I wasn't thinking that I should have picked up. A couple more? Probably like Because you 20. wear them. You I, wear wear them yeah. Yeah. I, wear, I wear them every day. I wear them every day. The only thing that I couldn't do, was, and the ones that I have are huge. They're like 48 inches mm. by 48 inches. I was about to say, because I found one, I got a. I got a huge one, mm-hmm. and then I got one. That I was like, "Yo, yeah, I you got, got the little small ones." Yeah, they, I got yeah. a small one. So the big one, and I was getting the big ones, the heavy cotton, the heavy duty, like mm-hmm. the heavy one, five bucks. And I was thinking, like, I should have just bought twenty of them, and just brought them all back, and either sold them, right, or kept them, because when I got back, I bought a bunch of different color ones, and most of them are twenty dollars. Mm. Some of them are less than twenty dollars, but they're small. So you right. can't even really wrap them right. You know what right. I mean? So I'm just like, oh, what a what a mistake I made by not right. grabbing as much as I could when I could. But I didn't want to look like the greedy American. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you could barter all day. I, we bought those yeah. the night we went to see the Sphinx. Um, you know, they selling them on the streets with the same thing with the um the little the black shit that wraps yeah, around. The, um, that that's actually on the rope that used to tie the camel's feet. Yeah, or whatever. So. Yeah. You know, they sold it like that, but then I was like, yo, this this is really nice. And I wore the black and white one every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I was there because I needed it. The sun was right. beating down on you, so you need that. Yeah. But when I came back, yeah. I just started wearing them, you know, all the time yeah, to work or whatever I have. Let me hold on. I'm looking at I'm looking at a red and white one, a teal and white one. I got a green and black, orange, brown, all white, yellow and black. I got a ton of them. So when you over there, I was like figuring out, I was trying to figure out how much they cost. I was going to tell you, just grab me a ton. I'll fucking cash app you the money. But mm. I guess either you didn't get the, either the time. I got stamp it. Was but I off. think I hit, yeah, it was off. I got, I got, um, I got an American over there. Mm. One of the brats, matter of fact, she's right there. So if we need them, we can get them. Um, yeah, it just depends on what they cost because the next thing that All I right. do, next time I go somewhere, especially a place like Egypt, I have to form, I have to form a, um, and I should do this everywhere. I should form a bond with a local, yeah, to figure out how they can send me shit to the United States. Mm. Sometimes the tariffs are too much, or the taxes right. and all that other stuff is too much. But if it's not, it's like, yo, send me this, and you know, I'll give you X amount of dollars for it. Or I don't know. There, there's a bunch of stuff that you know I don't think about until I come back home, right. And then once I come back home, I'm like, man, I should have done this, yeah, that, yeah, and the and other you thing. Get back on the road and go right back. On yeah, I'm definitely going back. Again. So, like right. I said in the beginning of the podcast, if if if, if any dudes put, are interested put, in going, put, put your boy down. Let's uh, get there. Let's start to talk about it, and I'll I'll bring it up more often in in the podcast because, and it's not that it's not as expensive as you might think it is to get there, um, but if you start saving now, if you're the type right. of person who has to save, and you yes. have to start saving now then I think we should uh we should do it. And if you need help saving, maybe we create some type of pool where we uh put the money in. We all put in the same amount of money at specific intervals. And so if we see that money growing, um, it'll give you more incentive to save more. You know what I'm right. saying? 
So, for instance, let's say we have five or six guys that go. And I'm not saying we turn this into a brats thing. I'm just saying, like, I want to go with people who are genuinely interested in learning about the culture, interested in seeing the culture, can handle the heat. You know what I mean? Ain't going to be complaining about, oh, we've been out all day, shit like that. Because the first time I went, I, I dealt with that with my old lady. This time, okay, you got an issue? I'll see you later. Right. I see you at the hotel or wherever. Holla at me, cause I'm like this. The like this. This net. My next trip back is gonna be straight OD, like super tourism, mm-hmm. or or suit. Like I like. I'm so um, infatuated with Egypt that I think my wife thinks that I would leave here to move there. To move. Mm. Yeah. That's how influential that trip was all my life. So, wow. Um, yeah. So, for me, that's all I got. I'm tired of talking. I'm actually tired. I've been up since uh, early. <laughs> I'm sick, bro. Mm. I'm sick. So, I'm about to go medicate up. Right. Snuggle up underneath my wife and uh, well, that's nasty. snore. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. So, but what I'll do is um, how about this? How about you get the list of uh, people who need roommates? And then maybe you like once a week put out a video or something, you know, was saying like, yo, XYZ needs a roommate. Not saying like who it is, right. but maybe like their uh we can marry demographic, yeah. you know, what their interest and in shit might be so that they can kind of maybe get linked up with somebody with same interests, the same demographic. Like you don't want to put a, I'm not saying anybody's old, but you don't want to put a 60-year-old with a 30-year-old. That might not work. Right. 60-year-old probably be like, oh, it's 9 o'clock after dinner, I'm going to bed. 30-year-old, like, fuck that, I'm drinking. Right, you got the lights on. So right, I'm, yeah. I'm so, dressed to go out. I'm yeah. trying to go to sleep. Yeah. Well, so if that's that the, if, if you if you need to be linked up with somebody, maybe they could send you an email. Also, I want to say this again. Um, I have taken an offer off the table for the, for the women who have contacted us to be co-hosts. Those right. who have contacted and didn't respond to my email, the offer is no longer open um, to you guys. We're still looking for a female co-host. Uh, but just be serious. Like, don't waste my time. Right. Um, Please, man. Listen, if you respond to us, we'll do our best. Now, mind you, under, you know, give us a day or two to get back to you on your emails. But uh, if we, if you email us, we're going to email you back. So please check your mm-hmm. emails. Oh, no, I definitely. Or whatever, whatever form of contact that you contacted us on, right. we're going to contact you back. No, so, I contacted everybody back and didn't, yeah, nobody responded. I'm just putting that out there because I've had people that are like, hey, I've been trying to come. No, if you did, we, somebody's going to get you. Somebody's going to, you know, contact you back on whatever level that you hit us on. Mm, so. I don't know. Yeah. The one, um, yeah. So if you're interested, it's not that, it's not that hard. Um, microphone. You don't even need a microphone. If you're serious about potting, you're going to need a microphone at some point. Right now, you could use the white shit that you're using yep. in your ear. Head, head, uh, ear pods with the mic, attached mic to it, that works fine. Internet connection, that's stable, and a quiet room. Those are the things you need. Other And, what, and a good conversation. Good conversation. Yeah, and be able to jump in and maybe even moderate because sometimes we get yeah, we, we we get off that's, track. That's what we really need. We need a we need you to a moderator, right? There you go, right? Break us so, down. All right, I'm out. Already appreciate everybody for uh, late, late, the late, five late. people who were on YouTube Live. Thank you. Hey, baby.
your homeboy and mine. Oh, I had to cut that off. Let me give out my number one more time for the guy to call me a bitch ass. 267-912-5137. Whenever you're in Philly, Camden, New Jersey area, or Manhattan, New York, call me. Yo. What? Well, you got something to give away too, huh? Uh, Yeah, but we can do I'm that after this podcast. So okay. we'll, maybe we can ask her questions about, you know, what happened in this podcast and we'll go from yeah. there. So Sound like a plan. Yeah, no crank calls. I hope somebody... I hope somebody was listening. That's all right. It'll be play. They might be able to get it, you know, through the replay or whatever. So I got to go through and listen to it again, and we'll figure out what questions we can ask to give away something okay. at some point. But uh, no prank calls, please. Only the only the only the only the uh, the <laughs> macho man that called me a bitch ass. Okay, two six seven nine one two five one three seven. When I pick up, just make sure you say something. Hey, baby. Your home, your homeboy, and mine.